Hi, I'm Nikki Schrera, and you're listening to The Jazz Session, the original jazz interview podcast. This is episode 570 for the 13th of October 2021. Mandisi Diankis is a South African trumpeter and vocalist hailing from Kleberge, formerly Port Elizabeth, in the Eastern Cape. I should be impartial and journalistic in my description of all my guests, but I've never been one to favour professionalism over enthusiasm. Mandisi is one of my favourite South African musicians and composers. A self-proclaimed choir boy, he finally released his debut album, Somantla, in 2018, after decades working as the musical director for Isango Ensemble. The wait was worth it. He manages to balance superb songwriting with classic jazz improvisation and a live performance energy which inevitably results in audience members singing along, getting up off their seats to dance, so moved by the music. His concerts sell out in seconds, I'm not exaggerating, and the degree to which he's adored by South African audiences is both awesome and richly deserved. I was very eager to have Mandisi on the podcast in an attempt to share his music with many, many more people. Here is our conversation. Mandisi, hi, welcome to the jazz session. Hi, everyone, and hi, Nikki, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, how are you? No, no, very good, very, very good, excited. Well, I'm even more excited to be chatting to you. I've wanted to get you on this show for a long time. I've hounded you and hunted you down. And time is of the essence because I just feel like you have so much good stuff to say, no pressure. So <laughs> let's jump in. I'm quite aware that a lot of the listeners may not yet be familiar with your work, which is part of the reason I wanted to get you on this show. And I kind of want to paint a picture for folks about what you're doing in South Africa and in the South African jazz scene. A disclaimer, you're one of my favorite South African jazz musicians, you know this. And we also studied together what feels like 80 years ago (laughs) at the University of Cape Town at the South African College of Music there. We'll we'll give them a shout out. They deserve it. They put up with both of us. Yes. So let's catch folks up to speed. So... Yeah, so 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 the thing is, I, I left I left university and I went straight to to theatre work, um, and I and I I had a good band in in, in university. We were a very young band called Umtimbi, and I I sort of felt bad for leaving that, you know, because I had to really move away from sort of the jazz scene, although I was practicing and playing here and there. 
but I didn't know why I had to, you know, sometimes you don't know why life will take you in a certain path. And in the theater, I was taught the art of storytelling. I was taught what music should do to people, you know, not, not the, the, the frills and the fusses of us uh, fussing over chords and rhythms and polyphonic things and, and just what music should do to people when they hear it. You know, because people don't know that it's a sharp 11 flat 13 chord. They don't know those things. They know what 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 a melody makes them feel or, 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 or words. And so when I came back and, and started um, and I started writing music, but also um, taking old songs and putting them in a in a band context, um, I think all of that was sort of encaptured in the, in the music that I was creating without knowing, because once I started playing, people started talking about the connection that they, they were having with the music, um, how they thought an era had passed, you know, or the, 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 the way that we're performing the music, just making the audiences a part of it and, and explaining the stories behind the music and all of those things. I didn't understand that actually theater work had helped my music immensely. So in South Africa today, I guess in the evenings or in the gigs that we play, that is what we have started to create. We started to create this community of audience and us um, reliving and telling our stories. Okay, so two things I want to touch on that you mentioned. So the first thing is, when tickets go on sale for a Mandisi Yankee show in South Africa, anywhere in South Africa, it could be the Eastern Cape, the Western Cape, wherever, those tickets sell out in seconds. And I know this because I try to tell friends and family of mine in South Africa when you're performing, and I just can't do it quickly enough with yeah. the time difference. Of course. <laughs> And that is testament to the community that you referenced, that you have built. Because to yeah. experience one of your shows live, for me is probably, I'm not religious, but it's as close as I will get to going to church, or maybe yeah. synagogue is more appropriate. <laughs> it's as close to a spiritual experience as I will have, which really speaks volumes about how moving the music is. Before we get to the whole atmosphere of a Mandisi live show. I want to just tell folks a little bit more. You said you moved into theater and you've actually been the musical director for the Asango Ensemble now for over a decade. Well, your yeah. co-music director with yeah. uh, Pauline Malefane, fabulous opera singer and, and lecturer now. And it was co-founded by Mark Dornford May. And the reason it's relevant is because you're a self-proclaimed choir boy. Yeah. And in many ways, your work with Asango really carries into your work now as a jazz musician and as a songwriter and as a performer. So can you tell us about what you do with Asango and what Asango's mission is? So Asango is a, is a theater group, um, but different. We have, we have been looking at what Africans can do um, in telling their stories creatively, uh, but also we've been taking classics, you know, with We've took Magic Flute by Mozart, and we instead of playing it in the with the with the um, orchestra or, or you know the classical orchestra, we played it with the marimbas. Um, we took Carmen, and we did a similar treatment. We sort of look at things from a South African township, or at least a South African um, um, landscape, and and look at what we can use. You know, because what we're trying to do is we're trying to bridge a gap. You know, there's a gap where um, people have felt that. The, the word classical, for instance, is used for Western classical things or, 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 or European type things, you know, and we're saying, how did that come about? But then we're not just talking about it, we're making it practical. So, we, so we'll take books um, by authors and we'll change them, and but they will have opera, they will have jazz, they will have African indigenous music all in there. And then we let people listen and they can't really explain what, what it is because at the core of us, all we want is good music or, or all we want is good art. And for me, good art is honest art. So I might not know where you come from and what your story is or how, how many hours you practice or how many hours you studied. But if you're honest in that moment, I'm able to connect with something 
You know, they, 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 you, you, you might tell me that this is why I wrote the song and I use this. It doesn't matter for me, the connection between the soul and the soul is the honesty because essentially there is something that connects all hum humanity together, you know? So I always strive in my art, whether I'm singing and, and people cannot hear the words, the, the dialect that I'm speaking, but because for me, it's my story. I always write, I always say to people that I write my story. I write about my experiences. I don't try and look out for experiences elsewhere. I write about things that have happened to me or things that I've been thinking about. And so in that moment, I take you through that, my honest and, and lived experience of something, you know. Um, and then the next thing is I, I'm very serious about music, you know. I, I, and in in I'm obsessed with it. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with the seriousness of it, you know. <laughs> you know, it's not just serious, I'm, I'm, because I think, especially as, as so-called jazz musicians, we have let the fact that we, we're skillful or we have this music that allows us to be anything, we've let that make us sloppy musicians. So there's not the discipline that is required where you respect the audience so that you make them, uh, when they come to your, to, to, your, to your gig, they come out feeling that this person gave us everything, you know? And, and for me, it's important. I'm not there to showcase skills, but I'm there to tell stories. And I think people can understand stories than showcasing chops or whatever, you know, and 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 that 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 is that is what that is what is important to me more than more than more than anything. The music that people will hear during this interview is from your debut album, Somantla, which came out in October 2018. And for anybody who has known you as a jazz musician, as a jazz student, and then, you know, as a professional, it feels like this album was a very long time coming because as you say, yeah, you left UCT, University of Cape Town, and you moved into the theater world while still maintaining your practice as a jazz trumpeter, mm. but your focus kind of shifted for a while shifted. and now it's come back. And it is this fabulous marriage of all the things that you've been doing, all the things that you did, you know, when you were singing in choirs. It's just such a rich product of all of that. You mentioned the idea of storytelling and you once said something to me about the idea of melody. Your music is very strong melodically. Your audiences sing along. Your audiences like me who don't speak closer and don't always know what the lyrics are, I can sing all the melodies. I can sing all the harmonies and that's yeah. testament to you being a strong melodic writer. And you said something to me about mm. the melody and how that yeah. links back to the idea of theater yeah. and a narrative and song moving storyline forward. Do you remember what you said? I, I, I don't, but for me, melody is, is probably key to music. You know, I always try and step out of it. We'd, as, as artists, sometimes we need to step out of music. Do you ever watch people listening to music? People who are not musicians, you know? And you, you'll find, I always listen to what they, 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 they sang, you know? When they were listening to that song, I always listen to what they, the part they like. And, and, and that's always, that's always a melody. That's always a melody. And because when I was in the theater, or when I started coming into the theater, I would write these elaborate pieces, you know, uh, with sections and that section and that rhythm changing and that time signature and all of those things, because, you know, I can, I can, and I'll put it in. And the director will say, no, 
it's cut. And they'll be hurt, they'll go, why? He says, because it's not doing anything to move the story forward. And, 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 and that's it, that for, for, for years, I, I grappled with that. And, and he said, for me, what is important is how does this thing that you've written tell the audience what I want to, to tell as, as a director, you know? And the thing as musicians, when we write, we, we should step out of our own things because in, 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 in even the, the songs that you think, oh, I don't like this song, there's a section where you think, ah, oh, if only they've just repeated that, that, that section, you know? Yes, I, just that section, or, or you go, actually this song is that section, okay. everything before and everything after doesn't really matter, you know. How many times do you sit with a, with a, with a, with an idea of a song and you go da da di da da di da di da 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 di da da di da di da But because you're a studying musician, you want to add another section and another section and another section, you know. Terence Blanchard said something very important in one interview, and he says he said. His, his whole ethos is never to stand in the way of the music, you know? And we do that all the time, you know? But when, that, that's why for me then, I, 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 I always look at it from a storytelling point of view that I don't, I, I don't even think about notes and all those things. I think, what do I want to say, you know? And, and, and once I've said, I've said it, that's it. A man of few words, but a man of the important words. The proof is in the actual, your actual written music, isn't it? Because those charts, yeah, it's a page. Yeah. That's it. All of them, all of them, all of them, all of them. All my charts are one page. I've got a, I've got a file here full of one pages. Literally everything is one page. One page, one page, one page. You know, because, and, 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 and I'll tell you though, because I, I'm a church boy and I'm a, I'm a choir boy. I grew up, the first, the first music I, 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 I would have played or sang would have been hymns, you know? The hymns go, and that's it. There's no bridge. There's no prelude, there's no pre-chorus, there's no it. And yet that melody has stood the test of time. And so for me, I take my, my I think my, my inspiration comes from that. I used to say when I was young, I, I used to say, I wanna write a song like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And you have, I would argue that Molo Sisi is 2021's <laughs> Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, right? You know, I mean, it's, it's there's no, no time I don't, that opening <laughs> phrase. And you know what, at a live performance, people hear that Molo Sisi. And for somebody who knows like little to no closer, <laughs> even I can sing the actual lyrics. I'm not you just can going, go, you, you, exactly, you go I don't there. just, as a, as a typical white South African, I don't go, Molo yeah. Sisi. Uh, uh, I'm like, no, Kunjani. <laughs> yeah, really, you know, no, 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 but, but, but that, for, that, that for me, that's key, Nick's, you know, that is, um, because what we're talking about now, we're talking in between subjects. <laughs> we're talking in between uh, the education, the formal education that we'd gotten, you know, um, that most of the musicians, especially young musicians, struggle to then zone in the education into creating something that is, that is uh, sustainable. So you learn all of these things and you've got um, information and you know how to do things, but then how do you narrate, you know, so that it is, it is, it is what you, you, you want to say, you know, um, um, because I mean, that, that changes, you know, tomorrow I'm going to want to say something else tomorrow. I'm gonna, the, the next day I'm going to want to say something else, but there's a process of getting to what you want to say, you know. Molo Sisi Kunchani Upililena Nenditalum Suzu Wakuteta Nawemna 
note about how you can support the jazz session if you're into that kind of thing. This show is kept afloat thanks to the generosity and enthusiasm of listeners who enjoy these conversations so much that they decide to become members over at the jazz sessions Patreon page. There are two tiers of membership, $5 and $10 a month. For $5 a month, you'll receive these interviews a day early, and you'll also get a weekly mini bonus episode called Track of the Week, where an artist talks about a track of their new album, and you then hear the song in its entirety. For $10 a month, you'll receive these interview episodes a day early, you'll get Track of the Week, and you'll also receive a monthly bonus episode called The Insider, a spin-off series where I chat to jazz industry experts about the work they do, the musicians with whom they work, and the music that ultimately inspires them. Head to thejazzsession.com slash join for more information. And feel free to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the show. the hard thing isn't it for most students you can go anyone if you have the the means you can go and study jazz at university level but the work is actually the stuff that happens without all that structure around you and it's life it's lifelong as you say and in some ways hearing you say that it's kind of like working with Isango and Pauline and Mark that was kind of like your postgraduate school because that's when you learned certain things about storytelling and how that applies to melody Definitely, definitely. I, 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 I'm, you, you, I, and I didn't know, you know, I really didn't know when, 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 when it happened. And, and, and I've had the, I've had the pleasure of working with people, you know, uh, um, every now and then. I, I mean, at any given time, we've got about 18 or 20 in the cast. So I write new music, literally, and then I would have to teach it to someone. And I know it's a good piece, but that person cannot get it. You know, and it, and and that, that means then I have a problem. They, it's not their problem; it's my problem. I need to then change it into something that they can access. Because sometimes it's just that you know, it's the, it's it's knowing that it's it cannot it cannot be a, the the audience's problem. For instance, you know, I've heard a lot of musicians arrogantly saying, "Yeah, they don't get me, man. Yeah, I'm just like in another level, and like it's okay. Maybe they'll get me." No, they don't get you because you're complicated. You know, they, they don't get you because you don't speak a language. And when, when I'm saying a language, I'm, I'm talking about musically, you don't speak a language that they can access. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and they reference, they ref, they have bad references in history. You know, they'll reference Coltrane's ascension, you know, and you go, you go, Coltrane worked, worked his audiences up to that point. He ascended them to ascension, exactly. Do, do you understand? He didn't, he didn't just, that, if that was first, Coltrane's first album, Coltrane would not been existing in the, in the books of history. You know? So when we do those things, we must, we must think of your audience, walk with your audience. You know? uh, 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 because as, as you grow, they grow. As you grow, they grow. Yeah. We've got a, I've got a tradition where um, or thing the way I write new music and I play it in the in the gig whenever you know. But because the audience has has a, has a base, you know, they know. For instance, if now they know that ah oh, he's gonna play Monosis and Tanda and Somanda and, 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 and all our songs, so I can stomach this thing that's new. Yeah. And then they realize that oh, I actually like this song that's new. 
you know. So they call for this song now because, you know, so it's you don't put the audience first because then that's also problematic. But you must also understand that you are speaking. Music is communication, mm. you know. I, it's, I can't come and, and, and be deliberate about the fact that I want to be complicated and I want to say gibberish, you know, and, and, then, and then pretend that my gibberish is some uh, deep spiritual or whatever da, 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 thing that's happening, you know. Yeah. We listen to opera, you know, and you, you go and you investigate all those scores, Puccini score, for instance, all the Puccini scores, uh, 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 they, they're filled with so much genius. But because the story is strong, it's a, it's a la bohème, you know, it's Mimi dying of consumption or whatever. Mm. We, you, we can, there's, there's a thread that we can follow. And because that uh, 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 Puccini underneath with the orchestra can do all sorts of things because he knows that the story above is much stronger. So when you have a good melody, for instance, harmonically, you can go anyway. You know, because because the 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 normal ear gravitates towards the melody. You yeah. know, if if you sit, you go, oh, money used it at a certain chord. They shouldn't have used it. But yeah. the starting point is me having a simple melody that people can follow. Yeah, I mean, and a good and a good story because you know Mimi's hands were cold, <laughs> and we were gripped. We were like warmer <laughs> hands, man. But I'll also I understand. I also want to just tell you because you referenced Terence Blanchard earlier, and when I interviewed Terence for this podcast. Funnily enough, he also referenced an opera, and the opera he referenced was Puccini's La Bohème. So you have that in common. It's an omen. Trumpeters are into Puccini's La Bohème. No, because Puccini was a badass. True. Puccini, no. Puccini was a composer's composer. Like he, you know, um, and, and I think from him, you learn the thing of, of saying, it doesn't need to be one thing, you know, because uh, 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 when he writes Madame Butterfly, He's writing about a certain place and a certain time, but he's imagined it and he uses certain accents from there. But you know, yeah. um, and 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 I guess we see ourselves. I see myself as someone trying to do that, you know, yeah. because for me, I want South Africans today to say we've got a sound. So I want to ask you about your kind of take on the South African jazz landscape, but I do also want to ask you because. Everything that you're saying tells us that you have thought very carefully about the decisions you make, whether they are artistic or whether they are logistical when it comes to the performance. You sing exclusively pretty much in Kosa. Um, some of your banter in between songs is also yeah. in Kosa. It's your first language, although obviously you, you, you have such a beautiful turn of phrase in English too. I'm thinking, I'm like, I want to hear Mandisi's English lyrics, selfishly. But, but the thing is, your performances, your album, it is so inclusive. As a white person and as an English yeah, speaker, because yeah. a lot of white people do speak Kosa, it doesn't matter. I just go there. And yeah. I know that other non-Kosa speakers also go there. Yeah. Did you know that would happen? Or did you make sure to do certain things and behave in a certain way mm. when you're on stage to make sure that everyone came with you and no one was left behind? It's traveling, Nikki. It's traveling. Um, traveling has helped me a lot, you know, because when you travel, you realize we, we, I once went to Japan. Mm. And we played the magic flute, and some of the some magic flute inside it has got its cause, you know. And the audiences were with us. Amazing. 100%. You know, I've gone to France, England, all of these places, and we play this, and the audiences are there, you know. And that has taught me that a lot of these things that we cling on, especially as, as South Africans, don't matter. You know, they, they, they don't matter. We are talking, we're talking about opera. Most arias are in Italian and German, you know, and I listen to them and, and, and I'm fine with it. Uh, one of my absolute favorite musicians is, is Richard Bonner. I don't want to know what he says. I don't want to know the lyrics. I'm fine with what I, I, I know. Um, there's, a, there's a concert by Miriam Makeba. I think she sings in, in German in, in, in Germany. But she she sings. I I I I carry that concert in my heart because she goes. 
So chigele milange niyo, zama. In Germany, there is not one black person there, but the confidence at which she's singing and the conviction grips the audience, you see. And for me, I think that is more important than anything, that, 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 than the dialect, mm. you know? It's art, art will interpret itself. Yeah. Art will do what art needs to do, you know? Because, because we, we, we are a post-apartheid country, we need, I'm, I'm very intentional, Nikki. Mm. I'm very intentional. There was a time where people did not sing in their, in, in their mother tongues in South Africa. And it was understandable because of a history that we come from. So the model of, of success, whether musically or anything, was, 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 was white and was English and was all of those things. So I, I, we, I needed to then, to then, with the help of people, to then go back and say, how is my child, you know, how is my, the next generation going to navigate their history? Because I've had people in history musically, whether it's Miriam Makeba or Huma Segela or Madosini or whoever, you know, that have helped me to at least cling on my on, on, on certain aspects of my history so that I can find myself. So if I don't do something about it, how how are they going to navigate? So for me, one of my greatest joys is, 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 is hearing kids singing, you know, in Stosa. Or, 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 or I had a friend now send me a video and said, my son and my daughter are learning scores, but the easiest way of teaching them is just playing your songs, you know, because then they can, they, they, they get into it. So those things are important for us to, 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 to I mean, it's part of identity. And then the last thing is that the world doesn't want to hear anything from us, but ourselves, mm. you know, the, the world is not interested. The world is not interested. Look now, you know, look at what's happening musically. You, you, know? you mean the world doesn't want to hear anything from us, us being South Africans, or you mean... Us as, us, us as South Africans, us as South Africans, except our South Africanness, you know, because look at what, what people say about South African history and South African music. They, they, they reference it to the 70s and 60s. Mm. They go, Maria Makeba, Huma Sekela, maybe, and then they stop. Yeah. And, th and then you need to then go to the history of African music and look at what was produced after these people. It was a lot of trying to be those people, you know, those people or trying to be the West, yes. you know, looking into America and na -na 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 all those things. And so we, the world was just like, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, if you read, if you read Miles Davis biography, Miles says, I said to Huma Segela, stop playing the stuff that we play, man. Go play your stuff. Because mm. actually, actually, you sound good when you play your stuff. Yeah. You know, so I take those things. I go, what is my thing? My thing is the songs that I sang when I was, I was a kid. These the songs that I sang when I was, you know, in traditional ceremonies or whatever. Da, da, da. Those, that's, my, that's my starting point. And then I use whatever else I've learned or I'm learning from the music world and then I try and, 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 and merge it into that, into that. Go see Somaja Taliwe Zulu Tinasi Kalela Kuwe Taliwo Kawa So Pelela
certainly creating a huge community of listeners and music appreciators in South Africa for your music but I think you I think to touch on what you said it does make them reassess the idea of the South African jazz landscape yeah. and even more importantly it makes young jazz students other people who are coming up who hear you who maybe were like I'm going to just go full american jazz tradition even though this is not my first language or my first love yeah, let's be exactly. honest here that is exactly. the foundation and i speak a lot to your fabulous wife but also one of my favorite south african musicians nomfunda kalova we have a lot of discussions and debates about how much bread and butter do you need and the bread and butter of jazz is the american jazz tradition yeah. when you're on the most southern tip of africa exactly. you have to have other kinds of bread and you have to have other kinds of butter otherwise you leave school you go out into the world and yeah you're not really offering up a music that is kind of of most interest exactly but but, but nikki we we've got studies that can show us how that is done you know if you look at cuba mm. you know the bread and yeah. butter still is still they 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 play they they learn standards they've listening you know so arturo sandoval grew up listening to Dizzy Gillespie and Charlie Parker and all of those things but there was a sense of who we are who who am i i cannot call myself Mandy Sikyangis and and sound like Timothy Gordon or everywhere from New York or da 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 that's sacrilege i can't <laughs> you know, it, it's just, it just isn't you know and now you look you look at you look at even now um good examples if you look at Lionel Wake if you look at Richard Bonner if you look you know if you look at Harish Ragavan you know all of these people are people who are coming out of schools in America uh, in terms of Harish Ragavan and all those things. but they are trying to find who they are so in the jazz in the in the in the in, in the in the core of what you need to learn they they have put more of themselves there and so what comes out then is different you know it's different you know i, I always listen to america to, to even americans because i because i'm a student of music i listen to americans speak and they'll talk about different areas they say chicago jazz sounds like this or new york sounds like this or philly this is the sound of philly you know i, I mean for me as an outsider i can't really tell those nuances but i understand then when when they start speaking like that i understand that they want to find who they actually are so if 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 they want to do that then it's easy for me then to gravitate to and to say this is who i am and these are my influences and not be scared to put them out you know because 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 the biggest thing is fear so people have these songs somewhere other people have written them but you know or other people that are working but if they scared because the the there's a, there was always a community that said african music is beneath you know you remember the time you remember the time when we were in school where african music was beneath we didn't practice african music we didn't listen to african music because we jazz musicians you know I, I, and so and so for me i don't want to flip things but i want to put things in perspective and say but if you're saying african music is beneath mandisi you 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 are meaning that you are beneath and now don't cry when people are looking at you as a person who's beneath you know and i'm i start to put all of those things to you know then i fight <laughs> musically just to be seen and to be heard for who i am you know because if all i want is that all i want is just to be seen for who i am now not to for who i i i am in miriam makeva's time 
totally. And I mean, oh my gosh, are you being seen for who you are now? Dude, oh my gosh, you know, it's like we see you and we hear you and and we're there. <laughs> note to everybody who supports the jazz session namely the members who supported over at patreon head to the slash join to find out more about membership and also to the respect sextet at respectsextet.com for the theme music you can rate review and subscribe to the podcast on any podcast platforms and please feel free to tell folks about these interviews if you enjoy them or if you discover new music that you love word of mouth is very powerful in pointing people in the direction of the jazz session we are online if you want to follow us twitter at jazz sesh instagram and facebook at the jazz session and there is also a youtube channel where there are video visual excerpts of my conversations with this season's guests you can subscribe to that channel if you so wish now back to the conversation with mandisi samantha came out in 2018 so are you going to record a new album is that something happening soon i'm gonna rehearse what I want to say is that I'm going to rehearse uh, okay. in five minutes and it's a big rehearsal. That's all I want to say at the moment. Okay, fine. And the other question is, you said earlier there's, look, I think it's a growing interest in South African jazz. Yeah, yeah. I can't say African music. That's too wide for me. I, yeah. I wouldn't know. But certainly for South African jazz, there is a growing interest and people are now also learning that there are other South African jazz musicians or jazz pianists other than mm. Abdullah Ibrahim. Yes, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. If you like Abdullah, go check out Becky and Seleku and yeah. then wangle your way to Bukhani yeah. Daya and Tandi and Tuli. It is growing. So yeah. what chances do we have? Oh, I should just say, what chances do I have of you coming up to North America to perform, you know, or, or going to Europe? Is that something that you're interested in no 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 definitely definitely in the next in the next year or so that that that's what we're going to be doing you know uh there's no there's no fe- the fear factor the fear factor because the problem was not necessarily all, all all the time it was not the fact that we cannot go it was be- it was because we didn't have the right products with us yeah or our products were so similar you know, because we we're trying to emulate so-and-so and so-and-so. So I couldn't then go there and emulate. Yes. You see, so that's why even in the 90s, when they said, we've got an exchange program, we want South African music, they would take Miriam Makeba and Yuma Sekela and da-da-da-da and those likes, you know. But now I think with the confidence that we are now getting, um, because it's the product, it's the product. Once you have a product, you know, you know that, I can stand on stage with whoever, you know, from anywhere, and I will be myself. You see, that slot will be mine. Or people will come and hear, they'll say, we heard a South African play, you know, 
then, 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 then you, you have no fear of, of, of taking it um, to, to anywhere in the world. I get so excited at the prospect of people just experiencing you live for the first time. I just think it's a, yeah, I think it's a real joy. And I, I was going to ask you about teaching, but the point is anybody who's listened to this conversation can hear that the way that you talk is as a teacher and that's how you educate. And that's why so many students love you. I remember when you started doing some teaching at the University of Cape Town and I was I was still teaching there at the time and I would have yeah. students come into my room and say, oh, Mandisi took our ensemble <laughs> and they were just so just energized and yeah. um, their, their minds were just blown yeah. open. And I know, uh, yeah, I'm sure you know you have that effect on on the students. Are you still teaching at the moment? Yeah, I'm, I'm always teaching. I'm always teaching a bit. Uh, for me, it's it's one of my greatest loves uh, because, because I have... One, I, I, because I, I love it, but but two, I know the importance of it. Nick's, yeah. you know, you, it takes that one, that one teacher, it takes that one person to challenge you, to make me, to 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 make you think, to make you angry, to make you, you know, question yourselves and things like that. But to also show interest in your development, you know, um, and it, and it will change it. So I think teaching is important. And number two, in South Africa, it's important to be taught by also different people who come from different fears. Because in South Africa, I always say this, that the authority of music teaching has always been white. Mm. Yeah, you know? totally. And so because it has been white, it, 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 it has had a certain connotation. So all of these kind of problems that we, we, we spoke about might have been caused by that fact, you know, to say that, oh, how do I now sing Molo Sisi when my teacher is going, oh, how do I bring my child of Molosis when my teacher doesn't even understand the language or, or in the department, there's no one who can understand my language to say, oh, okay, I, I feel this thing, you know? So it's important, it's important um, yeah. to, to be taught by different people. Well, well said, and you're excellent at it. I have one more question. You have to go to your rehearsal. Just tell me, because yes. one of my favorite songs, and I always say that if I ever have a wedding, You'll be at the wedding, so I will ask you to sing. I'll pay you. I'll pay you as well um, to sing this song for my first dance because there's something. It is the most romantic. It's got a groove. You know which song I'm going to ask about. No, tell just me. tell us what is Indim Tanda about? Because whenever you start to play it, people just yeah. So Indim Tanda is just a, just a mundane. You know, um, um, there's a there's a lyric that says Indim uh, Tanda sends in uh, which means I love her when she's doing her things that have nothing to do with me, you know, and when she wakes up, when she's just walking, you know, I see her walking and I realize that, ooh, this person. So I guess, I guess it's a, it's a, it's in, 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 in today's time, it's a forgotten love, you know, because when we say I love you, we think roses, flowers, candles, dates, da, 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 da. But in between that, we live, we live waking up and going, you know, and seeing person passing here, yeah. and 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 for me, I, 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 yeah, I think I think I think that is what makes the other things important. So that's why all the women swoon when you start to sing it, hey? I don't know. We maybe they do. They... <laughs> all, all all I can tell is that a lot of men <laughs> had have gotten on dates because of that song. I'm sure they swoon, and if and all the women look at their men with big eyes, being like. Yeah, yeah, they're like, come on, be that. Well, I love that song. Yeah. I love that song and I love the whole album and I cannot wait to hear the music that you release next. And I just want to thank you for offering such a new and needed and exciting perspective on South African jazz and along again with your wife, what the two of you are doing for me is just the most exciting thing. So thank you. No, thank you so much, Nikki, man. Thank you so much for having me and thank you so much for, for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Uh, you, you are doing the Lord's work, you know, um, because no, 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 seriously, because that, 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 that's another part of, 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 of the whole thing, talking about it, making people hear it um, and you're selflessly doing that, you know, uh, um, and, and we appreciate it so much, um, we do. Now people from uh, somewhere there in the world will hear this strange person 
and see the strange person, but thanks to you. Thank you so much, Mandy, for your time and wisdom. Thank you so much, Nix. Thank you. Tanda no bevuka, eam, essence in dozake, kuchisa kubanda, kusasa nasemini, e kumbile, e numile, essence in dozake, kumyama. Kumshobe, kusasa nasemi, timtanda no bevuk, eam, essence in dozake, kuchisa kubanda, kusasa nasemi, ekumile, engumile. Essence in dozake, kumyama kumshobe, kusasa nasemin gunyelo, onu misitizi oya. Thank you to this week's guest, Mandisi Diankis. You can find his album Sumantla online wherever you buy your music. And if you're in South Africa, do keep an eye out for where he is performing. Those tickets sell like hotcakes, but really you don't want to miss out on a live performance experience with Mandisi and his tremendous band. It's just a complete joy. Thank you to everybody for tuning in this week, and I will see you next week for a new episode of The Jazz Session.